if the Ahsoka episode of Mandalorian had no Mandalorian in it, then I'd be like, oh, this makes sense. Every season, they're going to spend an episode building the universe. So maybe you're right that there's a guest vocal on, you know, track five of every album. Oh my goodness. Are they going to pull a page from Taylor Swift's book and have the fifth episode of every series from now on? Was chapter chapter five five. I don't know. Uh, One second. On air Uh, Google. Chapter five was the Jedi. That's the one. Holy shit. Taylor this is, Swift this is, is a clickbait YouTube video right here. We just discovered some <laughs> Illuminati shit right now. I've been sipping on my beer because I don't want to... I only brought one out. Yeah, it's funny you should mention that because uh, I brought this whole bottle of bourbon downstairs. So I'm not gonna run out. What do you got there? What are you What are you drinking? Let's Let's start the episode I know, this off could that just way. Be what are you drinking? The intro that we're looking for. <laughs> uh, I've got my classic go to the Fat Tire. Oh, nice New Belgium. I love New Belgium. They're right down. I think they're just south of me here in Laramie, Wyoming, and they're like my go to six pack or variety pack Sweet. here. Big fan. I have got some bourbon and some ginger beer. And a very tall glass. That's the kind of Sunday it is. Man. It's Saturday. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I love these real lazy Saturdays. Yeah. Like that fake one that almost got me fired. (laughs) What's that from? Uh, Simpsons. Classic stuff. Dude, I'm so tired. Do you ever get that? I think that's just what happens once you hit a certain age. You know the scene in Fellowship where Bilbo is like, I feel like not enough butter spread over too much toast or something. I I might have the line wrong. I might have the movie wrong, but I definitely have the character right. Remember that scene? I do not. Anyway, that's how I feel. (laughs) There's so much to do now that we're moving. Surprise, everyone. Big life changes. We're moving back to the East Coast. So fun. Now I feel like I'm in a rush to finish this house. Trash House Laramie on Instagram. Check it out. I never post. I never post updates. People are like, you got to post more updates of Trash House Laramie. I'm like, listen, I can't relive this stuff at the end of the day. I just can't. Going through the pictures and writing a thing and going through it all again. My therapist calls that re-traumatizing and it's a no-no. You can always post an album afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. When it's all done, I'll post. When we're, when we're on our way back across the country, I'll post it all. I think you should. That's what we did when... When we were building my studio here is we did a ton of painful work in the dead of winter. It was literally this time three years ago. The ground was frozen. We had to dig into the damn ground, put in a foundation while it was freezing outside. It was like <laughs> terrible. It was exactly what you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, I didn't post while we were doing that. But afterwards, you know, it was a little, yeah. little bit more fun to like put the cherry on top when it was all said and done. So you can do that. That's a good call. I'm just going to do that. So if anyone listening follows Trash House Laramie, don't go to it anymore. I'm not posting it. <laughs> I'll post it when it's done. If it's done. Great plug. <laughs> Is that the, that's, a, that's a good social media influencer <laughs> attitude, right? Don't go there. Anyway, let's talk more about the book of Boba Fett. You know, by the time our last episode was released, there were four episodes of the show. And now there's five, but we've only been able to talk about it once. And I want to talk about it more. And (laughs) it's my podcast, 
Uh, so you ever leave a conversation and you're like, oh, that's what I should have said. That's what this is going to be from our last episode. So go back and listen to the most previous Krypton to around and then come listen to this. Or don't like, man, that episode, was that episode hard for you to edit? Because it is just, I sound so tired when I listened back to it. No, it's fine. I thought that <laughs> that was actually one of our like quicker there wasn't a lot of like dead space or like, I forgot what I was saying. Like that was actually pretty concise nice. in my opinion. Good. Good to know. I just need to be more tired. Be more tired and more lazy and l- keep being predictable like that. <laughs> and I'm not keeping up with my social media accounts. So, well, first of all, is there anything like, are there any notes or really important things that you want to touch on that you didn't get to touch on last time? I've got some bullet points if we just want to skip that part and go straight into it. Let's go to your bullet points. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. Every time I hear an episode, like we were texting about this, you're like, oh, I didn't even realize uh, I was thinking with my head in the toilet there. I should be thinking about it this way. <laughs> or somebody else on the podcast makes a good point. Oftentimes, Lorelai, I feel like, makes the best points. Oh, and yeah. I, I don't I don't hear them in real time because I'm like, you're thinking about whatever stupid joke you want to make or whatever. <laughs> but I, I, I'm with you. But anyway, I don't want to redact any of my statements because everything I said was was... Neat and tidy, so let's go through your... your, Perfect. (laughs) No, everything I said was perfect as well, so we don't need... End of episode, we're done. No, my number one thing when I listened back, I was like, I should have said this, was, I mean, I just don't know why I didn't say and why we didn't name the episode Selling Twin Sunsets. Like, how did that joke (laughs) get by... When we were talking about selling Sunset and then Tatooine. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Lazy. That would have been good. God. Anyway, I'm going to talk about how lazy some of the storytelling is in Book of Boba Fett. Just kidding. I'm really liking Book of Boba Fett. We've only been able to have one episode. And correct me if I'm wrong, I was pretty sleepy last time. But it seemed like maybe I'm liking the Book of Boba Fett and maybe not everyone else on the podcast Yeah, I think that's probably roughly fair. But like I said said last episode, I don't hate it. It's not like hard to get through. It just leaves me with question marks as to like, why are you telling the story this way? Why are certain choices being made? Why is there an entire episode about a character that has his own TV show? There's just head scratching moments. The last episode, chapter five, was the best episode so far, in my opinion, that I really enjoyed. I, I don't have a ton of complaints about it. It was really fun to watch. But as a show, I'm just so confused by it. And I don't like, who likes being confused? When you're confused, you don't get it. And your natural gut reaction is to like, you know, disassociate or be, you know, uh, aggressive towards. And I think that's mm. why you see people complaining about it is part of that confusion. And like you were saying about Boba Fett being a badass, but not being a badass in this. And that throws people off. And so their natural reaction is, I don't like this. And I don't, lo- I don't love the show. If you want to compare mm. it to Mandalorian, that's way better. And uh, chapter five was a Mandalorian episode and it was great. <laughs> so, you know, I'm tempted to disregard all my bullet points here and just have a discussion on storytelling and how this storytelling is working or not working for people. But I want to clarify, when we were talking earlier, I can't remember if we said this on air, but we were talking earlier and I was like, Boba Fett's a badass, not in the show. I can't stand that attitude of things. That's the that's the conversation we were having. Like The complaint that this show is ruining Boba Fett is the most ridiculous thing to me. I can't grant that 
that is the part that's confusing to me, that argument. Well, they're explaining things. So you didn't know this. Now you know this. It's like when people complain about the prequels and they're like, that's not my Star Wars. Well, I hate to break it to you, but that is Star Wars. And same can be said for the sequels. You don't like them, but now that's the canon story. And that is a bummer if you're like, that's not what I wanted from this. That shouldn't mm -hmm. be the story. It should be what I want in my head canon. Which, by the way, is totally okay to have your own fan fiction going on because it's just a stupid movie at the end of the <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, I had this conversation on another podcast I was on recently, actually. One of the hosts said, you know, Star Wars is just a popcorn blockbuster for me. And I was like, that's great if that's what it is for you. But it's also great if it's much more than that for you. Like so many people believe so believe in Star Wars and it means so much to them and it means so many different things to so many different people. So if you just want to sit down and watch a pew 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 with popcorn, <laughs> that's great. Totally. But if you also want character development and found family and love and however you connect to Star Wars, that's also great. And everyone should just let everyone be able to enjoy the parts that they want to enjoy. So maybe you don't like the sequels, but it's still Star Wars and it's very special to somebody. And I think, so let's talk about the storytelling. I really think that Star Wars storytelling is changing all the time. And I've talked about it before. The most, the beautiful part of Star Wars is the fans and the content creators like us and also not like us, you know, whoever is out there, but also that like the people who grew up loving Star Wars are now in control of making Star Wars from the creators of the High Republic to the creators of the Mandalorian to the creators of Book of Boba Fett, where they differ, it, it, all of it, all of it. And I think that the Mandalorian changed Star Wars storytelling. You know, there are a lot of those, there are a lot of the same ideas, you know, found family and right and wrong, good and evil. Mandalorian gets into some of the gray areas. Anyway, all that stuff, but it's a beautifully told story. And I think people get very comfortable in a specific way of telling a story, right? That's where some of this confusion comes from about the way they're telling the story. For, in my opinion, yeah. I'm yeah. sure some people are probably fine with the structure of the story. And I think, like you've mentioned, changing the formula. Like we were texting about chapter five and you were like, you know, it was a good episode or whatever, but they changed the formula again, which I agree with. They keep changing the formula, but also like we're seeing Boba Fett's story be told which is which some people are having a problem with for some reason the boba fett that they're seeing on tv doesn't correspond with the boba fett that i don't know how they knew whatever anyway we're seeing boba fett's story itself change but we're also seeing the way the story is told change and i really enjoy the idea of that i haven't enjoyed every episode of the book of boba fett but i really enjoy that they're like changing the storytelling and they're, we're so used to the way things were already done. You and I have talked about the way TV shows used to work, right? You'd get, whatever, 30 episodes, and you'd have to tell this story within 30 episodes, and every however many minutes you'd get a commercial break or whatever, and now things are much tighter. But also, I think a big part of this is like those older TV shows had one or a couple of directors but also had a very specific thing that they were doing. And now we're getting like a new director every episode. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't know what's common for how many episodes a director would do like in the mid-2000s or something. So on that brief derailment on the, uh, the podcast, The OC Bitches. So oh, they've nice. often referenced how <laughs> The OC has 
a lot of episodes per season and how like the, the first season is like 24 right. episodes or something. And they talk about how much story and character development happens within that entire season. Like there's so many things that happen and it's almost every episode that they're recapping that they go down that, that tangent of like, can you believe that this happened and this happened and this happened 24 episodes? It's like six seasons of a streaming show. You made a point about this on our last episode as well. That you're like, I think they sold it short and they need more episodes to tell the story they wanted to tell. Yeah. Especially with this Mandalorian episode, because now there's two episodes for a season finale and you spent an hour hanging out with Mando just because you could. They didn't even need to do that. They could have literally just flown yeah. to wherever he was and had the scene at the very end of chapter five and brought him back in a little quicker, even though I... I had mentioned I didn't know how they were going to tie that in, and now we we saw how they did that. But yeah, I think maybe they need a couple more episodes to drag it out. You can drag out the Sand People stuff. You can drag out the Crime Lord yeah. boss stuff. And if you want to trickle in the bigger world building with Mandalorian or whatever else they might incorporate, then you'd have time if you had, you know, 10 episodes, which isn't much more of a stretch. No, I agree. I still agree with that, even though... I feel like I'm enjoying the show. Not to put words in your mouth, but maybe enjoying it more than you are. But I do think that, like, especially, like you said, with this Din episode, they really seem to have rushed some stuff up until this point and maybe just needed a couple of more episodes. Let's also talk about a little bit of a text conversation you and I had and then some shade you threw on Twitter about... I have a shit-eating uh, grin on my face right now because I'm not sure what, what you're going to sandbag <laughs> me with, but it must be good. Well, we were texting about it, and I listed all the reasons why I thought this episode worked in the context of the Book of Boba Fett, and one of them was, hey, sometimes a chapter in a book doesn't focus on the main character. <laughs> and then you tweeted that in terms of you thinking that that was a funny argument. So we're going to get into I'm it glad. right here and now. Okay, great on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I saw many reviews from other YouTubers and like oh, lots of people have brought up that point that they're like, it's okay. There's an episode about him because sometimes that happens. So I didn't make the tweet directly from our conversation. So I hope you don't feel like I'm attacking you directly. I took it personally. Also, I feel like the way I wrote it was a little ambiguous that maybe I wasn't throwing shade, but you clearly read it like that. And I also enjoy that. Oh no, yeah. I mean- you definitely worded it so that it wouldn't seem like you were throwing shade, but come on. I don't like books. Come on. Anyway, go ahead. I, fiction, anyway. <laughs> the, here's my defense. Here's my rebuttal. They are, for, for whatever reason they're doing it this way, they're making The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett books. They're chapters. Right? In different chapters, right? Each one's a different chapter. So I understand your point from like a streaming show perspective. I would not have been able to come up with that argument if the shows were not designed as this chapter by chapter. One of them's literally literally called a book for some reason. But I do think it's a good argument. Thank you for your time. No further questions. I wasn't savvy enough, but I really wanted to find that gif of uh, Jurassic Park. You are going to have Boba Fett in your Boba Fett show, right? I didn't see anyone share that one, but I think that would have been a good one. I get it. I get it that you can take a detour and you can have an episode all about crypto. That's that's totally fair. But <laughs> oh my God. 
<sighs> okay, I, I see. Th- I put this in my tweet as well that I I don't really have a good counterpoint because that is fair to be like they're talking about a different thing. I, I guess my rebuttal to your rebuttal. This show is called The Book of Boba Fett, and if if you are one of the maximalists that love Boba Fett, love the armor, you've been a fan of him forever, and you want to learn more about his backstory, and all of the trailers of the show showed Boba Fett, I'm the crime lord now, and you're going to see Boba Fett in all his glory, okay? And then you get to this chapter five, they say they're going to hire other people, and there's a whole episode about this character, you have no fucking clue who he is if you haven't seen Mandalorian. Probably most people watching have, but if you're just a Boba Fett fan, a casual fan or something, you know, that's going to be real awkward. And again, you can do it. You can do it. Star Wars is building this web and they want to <laughs> connect people, but it still just confuses me because he, they call the episode Return of the Mandalorian. He has his own show. It's just very odd. And there isn't a lot of Boba Fett. People are complaining that he's not doing Boba Fett stuff. And you could have had an, a whole episode of him doing Boba Fett stuff, but we haven't seen the end. We don't see how it ties up. And maybe them giving that whole Mandalorian episode is going to pay off in the grand scheme of things because they did catch everyone up for season three of Mandalorian can be like off to the races now. They really did like a a nice little kickstart for that. And we don't know what these next two episodes are, but there's only two left. That's why I just think it's odd. And it's not a book. It's a TV show. But that's what I'm saying, Royce, is that they're changing the way that stories are told. They're changing the way TV shows are made. Wait, 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 wait. You cannot do that week to week, though. I disagree that it's okay to keep pulling the rug out from under people. You have to have some But I would argue that they're not doing that week to week. In your words, they're changing the formula, but now it's... That's the way it's working, is changing the formula. So every episode's going to be a little bit different, or some episodes are going to have flashbacks. But now it's like controlled chaos, right? We expect there to be a change. So that's they're telling a story in a certain way. And maybe each episode is a little bit different. Like sometimes it's all about Boba Fett, and sometimes it's a flashback, and sometimes it's not, or sometimes it's shorter or longer. But if that's the way that A, they want to tell these stories and is maybe in their minds the best way for them to tell these stories and is the way we're watching it, then like the next time we expect something different and we can just sit there and watch what difference is happening and enjoy it. Like a lot you brought up last time, like with WandaVision, okay, this episode's going to be in the 50s. Next episode's going to be in the 60s. Every decade up until the, you know, 2000 teens or whatever, we know that that's the structure as unstructured as it is. I guess that's the best way of putting it. It is structured unstructure. My brain doesn't operate that way. I'm okay if someone wrote the whole the whole series and they they know the master plan and it will make sense when it comes to fruition, which you said we don't we shouldn't have to trudge through a show to get it. It should be satisfying week to week. And it's my personal belief as someone who writes like cookie cutter pop music for a living that you have to deliver something that people can digest. And you can you can subvert expectations to a degree and you know sneak in some like modulations, you know, and provide more substance underneath the guise of like it's a pew 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 popcorn show, but it doesn't feel that way to me with the pacing of the flashbacks and the present tense and then taking a whole episode on a different character who has his own show. And that's just my personal take. I get it. They've already structured it out that there's a reason they did it that way. And 
like you said, they just tell stories how they want to tell them now. It's not like a trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I-, I love that you you decided to go down this storytelling route because that's that's the <laughs> trick is like you're telling me the story. The story's already written. But when you watch it week to week, you're you're writing along with people and you don't have all the information. You're trying to guess where they're going to yeah. go. And that's the beauty of it. You can write your own fan fiction because you don't want this point to happen. So you want to rewrite the story and tell your own story. That's the tricky thing. And, yeah. and like I said, we have the knee-jerk reaction to complain. And I'm not, I'll complain. Like, I'm, I'm with you. If you don't like it, <laughs> I mean, voice your opinion with a grain of salt. Like you, ha- like, you have to take into account they're setting something else up. And in the grander scheme, it's probably going to be pretty cool. I just like, I like shows like 24 where the structure, you get it. And you watch 24 because it's in real time. You watch Lost because they have flashbacks and sci-fi stuff. Those tie together though pretty well. They like make the flashbacks mean something for the character's development in that particular show. It's not just a random fucking flashback that has nothing to do or very little to do with with what's going on. And and you More don't shade. have to get into a back to tank to have the flashback. It's like it's they do flashbacks better. I said don't want to go down the lost train. I do love lost, but that's a format that works, you know? And every show is gonna have their own format. Boba Fett not having a format isn't a good strategy in my opinion, but somebody else thinks that's going to work. I think, yeah, I think that some people are going to enjoy it and some people aren't. I also think like, I think there's something to be said about thinking about the perspective of the storytellers and the writers who, who wrote this story and are excited to tell this story. I also want to, in that vein, want to touch on something you said where people are complaining that there's not enough Boba Fett being (laughs) Boba Fett, which is Something, again, that I cannot stand because this is Boba Fett. This is the story that we're getting is Boba Fett. It's like the only Boba Fett story we have. He's got five minutes of screen time in the original trilogy. He's not very good at his job. I mean, he gets Han Solo. He doesn't really get Han Solo anyway. And then he falls into the pit. And so we don't really have all that much about Boba Fett besides like maybe some Legends novels stuff. But then also we get this version of Boba Fett who gets, who is who he is. He escapes the Sarlacc pit. He gets adopted by the Tusken Raiders. They teach him how to fight. And then he like kicks ass in that Mandalorian episode. So like this is Boba Fett being the most Boba Fett of all Boba Fetts. Like this is it. This is all there is. I can't stand that argument. Anyway. And I do also really like that this episode, this Book of Boba Fett episode that was about Din Djarin happened in the Book of Boba Fett. And now because they're interconnecting these shows, making one big universe, whether there's going to be like an MCU big bad type thing going on, now we don't have to have this episode in The Mandalorian. What if you skipped Boba Fett, though, and you go right to Mando season three? I was thinking about this when I was watching it and anticipating having this conversation with you. I think that if you go straight into Mando season three, the only difference is you're going to see him have a new ship. (laughs) Like, you did not miss much. And then, like, if you want, if you're like, where'd he get that? Naboo Starfighter, which is, like, such a great fucking ship. I love that ship. I love Nubian ships. I was so excited for them to rebuild that ship. Anyway, if you watch Mando season three and in the first episode, he shows up in that ship and you're like, where'd he get that ship into Google? 
then it forces you to go watch Book of Boba Fett and then sure. they've got you watching Book of Boba Fett. Or you just have to watch that one episode or whatever. They already know what's written, so they know if there's something missing there or not. That's just, it just comes to mind. I'm sure it's probably right. fine. You're probably watching both. But but if you're not, I think there was some some of the Mandalorian lore with the Darksaber and like if he gets really good with the Darksaber between now and then or something or... yeah. But it doesn't feel like it's something that's going to be a big... Dude, wait, 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 wait. It was 50 minutes, though, of Mandalorian content. So it's still kind of crazy to think that, like, no, you wouldn't need to see it. Well, do you think that when this show is over, like, being able to watch all seven episodes at once, binge it, like, if it wasn't serialized, if it was just the Book of Boba Fett, the movie, and we got this 50 minutes of... Din Djarin in a longer form thing. Would it still be that Din Djarin <laughs> to you? Uh, came up with that on the spot. I'll hold I'll hold for applause. Well, the funny thing is, is like, it wasn't jarring. It was just kind of like, I can't believe they're doing a whole Mandalorian episode. But Robin and I both thoroughly enjoyed the episode. She wasn't looking forward to watching it at all. And then when, then when it turned out Classic. to be all about the Mandalorian, <laughs> like she was in. So... I don't have a problem with the episode to begin with, but I'm not going to binge watch. I'm not going to rewatch it at all. If there's anything I rewatch, I would love to rewatch that chapter five episode because I actually enjoyed it. I don't want to go back to the beginning because again, like if you want to equate it to an album, like it's not a smooth ride. I think I would have loved the series more so far if it was just purely chronological. If it went from the Banthas And then he, you know, learned about what was wrong with Tatooine and decided he wanted to turn things around. Tuscans. The Banthas and the Tuscans. Uh, (laughs) But I think, you know, chronologically would have been more of a, you know, that would have made more sense. But they couldn't have sold that in the trailers because they would have spent three episodes with Tuscan Raiders and people would have been like, what the heck? But that's maybe that's why they formatted it that way. Then I think I would want to rewatch it. Hmm. But that's not the way it is. So I don't know. There's still two more episodes. So I don't know. Everything will be revealed in two weeks. And maybe that'll make the whole thing make more sense. Yeah. I'm just trying to think like without you, obviously, you're not going to go back and watch it. I'm just curious if you can think, think about this episode and think if you would feel differently. Like I'm trying to think if we watched episodes one through five, if it wasn't chapter by chapter, if it was just one big long thing, would it feel better? Would it be more intriguing? Would you be able to accept it more if it were all one big long thing? I think that's an interesting question. I, again, think that, like, I don't think a show has to exist that way. The only thing they would have had to do is have Boba Fett fly from Tatooine to wherever Mando was. And then Mando's like, I got to finish this mission first, which is what, like, the Mandalorian was, right? Go here and get the whatever device and then go here. They saved that moment for the end of the episode. That's all. Like, you could have done that backwards. But either way, it was a whole Mandalorian episode. You know, I wonder if they're going to put in a Boba Fett episode in Mandalorian Season 3. I think Mando Season 3 is going to pick off where Chapter 5 of Book of Boba Fett... Boba's going to owe him one. Because Mando's not going to charge. Sure. He's going to come back. But will Mando Season 3 have a Book of Boba Fett episode like... Book of Boba Fett had a Mando episode where there's some kind of time gap that that they want to fill in with a story about Boba Fett, like yeah. connected with the whatever story they tell in Mando season three. If the Ahsoka episode of Mandalorian had no Mandalorian in it, then I'd be like, oh, 
this makes sense. Every season, they're going to spend an episode building the universe, which arguably they still did. They threw Ahsoka in there and she's like, where's Thrawn? Out of nowhere. But that's the yeah, same. Yeah. I guess in, in <laughs> retrospect, though, that's the same kind of thing that they're doing here, you know? So maybe sure. you're right that there's a guest vocal on, you know, track five of every album. Maybe that's fair. If, if this is what five. they do from now on. Oh my goodness. Is it going to be... Are they going to pull a page from Taylor Swift's book and have the fifth episode of every series from now on? Was chapter, chapter five, five the I don't know. Uh, one second. On air uh, Google. Chapter five was the Jedi. That's the one. Holy shit. Taylor this is, Swift this is, is a clickbait YouTube video right here. We just discovered some Illuminati <laughs> shit right now. Wow. Okay, so this is great. I'm glad that we're cracking this code because... That does make me appreciate it more. Sweet. And not have to be like, why are they doing this? Because obviously they're building the world. So now it makes more sense. And I still like the episode. I'm like, I have to say that. I'm not like, that episode sucked. It's just the pacing of the show is weird. But that's interesting to think that other shows will maybe have guest star episodes or guest character episodes. I mean, obviously they brought back the X-Wing pilot guys too, even though it doesn't sound like they're doing Rangers anymore. Oh, well, I think that, well, I hope that this is a setup to say that they are doing Rangers with Paul Sung Young Lee as the lead, which I want. Because again, I think we talked about it on the show. I think they were counting on What's-Her-Face being the lead in that. And then she got fired because she's a horrible human being. And then they might have shelved it. But if you just like let Paul Sung Young Lee, who's a huge Star Wars fan and an incredible human and a great actor play the part, then we could have a great show. And I think this episode, bringing them into this episode was a little bit of that, which I love. I'm looking to see what the fifth episode of the first season of The Mandalorian was. The Gunslinger. Yeah, that's the one where Fennec Shand gets shot at the end. Calican. It was that other bounty hunter guy. Yeah. That's the one where they reveal, or not reveal, but they hint at Boba Fett. So fifth episodes. Uh, that doesn't really fit in. No, that's. I think that still kind of counts, though. I guess it sets it all up. But anyway, chapter five. Turns out, fifth episodes. Crack the code. So my Twitter poll, is Book of Boba Fett going to stick the landing in the final two episodes? I think that's the million dollar question because the season's been up and down for some people. People only remember the beginnings and endings. So if the ending is great, you know, that could save the whole thing. Here are the results of the poll. It's only been up for like two hours. So if you want to vote, you can probably still, there's probably still time by the time this goes up. Who knows? Head on over to at Royish Good Looks on Twitter and vote in his poll and then check out his music. He did a song about midichlorians. <laughs> Thank you. So the options were, yes, Boba Fett's going to stick the landing. Boba Fett for the win. No. Fast forward to Mandalorian season three or ask me again sometime. It's a little Return of the Jedi. For, uh, Never tell me the odds. Yeah. You always have to put one of those in there. Anyway, so I think this is interesting. 55% of people think that the ending is going to be great. 16% say no, go straight to Mando season three. And a very mature 27% say ask me again sometime, which I think is, that's, that's the answer, right? Like, we don't know. Let me see sure. it and then I'll judge it. But obviously, 55% of people are enjoying it, and they're just stoked to see the ending. Yeah. That's and my take. I think this is, the, this is the point, or there's always the point, but like this is maybe the part where speculation can have a positive impact or have an extremely negative impact. And that's 
not 50-50. That's probably like (laughs) 70-30. But I think it's 100% okay to speculate. We do it on this show a lot. We're like, what if this happens? Wouldn't that be cool? The problem is when people are like, this is the way they should tell this story. Boba Fett's a badass and he's not a badass. And this is the way it should be done. And you know, Kathleen Kennedy's ruining Star Wars or whatever the fuck all of these idiots are saying. That is to say that I agree. Like the very mature 20% is saying, (laughs) ask me again sometime. Just like casually. Yeah, let's just like watch the end of the show. So I'm all for that. I did vote. Yes, it's going to stick (laughs) the landing. I don't want to be like on the opposite end, a toxically positive person. But I do think like, I don't just want to enjoy a thing. I want to critically think about it, which was my thing last episode. Like, let's not say this isn't Star Wars. Let's like come up with critical points to make about content. There are aspects of this show that I don't like, mainly the two Robert Rodriguez directed episodes. But overall, I really enjoy the story they're telling. I love Boba Fett. I love the found family stuff. I'm always going to love that. I love how he is with pets. He's got pets now. I love that. The weird lizard dog thing that he was nice to. And then the Bantha. Go make baby Banthas. I love that. And then the Rancor. Can't wait to see what happens there. So there's elements that I like. I'm putting all my chips on the elements I like. Sour cream and onion. Do you have any? I love them, man. (laughs) Love them. Do you have any broad theories as to like, is it a Avengers Endgame? Let's assemble all the bad guys and good guys and have a big, big boss battle at the end. Or is it going to be, you know, there hasn't really been a lot of crazy conflict in the show. Is it going to be a violent bloodbath or is it going to be a little bit more of like a, you know, verbal standoff sort of thing? I do think they need some action. We've seen some action in the book of Boba Fett, but like we've gone a long time without seeing without seeing Boba Fett fight any kind of antagonist. So it's almost a little strange. I will say, like, again, I love the pikes. I love the idea of, like, fighting the drug runners on Tatooine and freeing a lot of Tatooine, giving them water, all that kind of more socially aware fights within Star Wars. But we haven't seen a lot of action. It's a little strange to come into episode six out of seven, with being like, Din, come help us fight. But it's like, who, how, when, why? I mean, we know the why, but there's there's just a lot. I think there needs to be action. What do you think? Yeah, mm, it's tough. Because now that they did this Mandalorian episode, everyone's like, well, I kind of want to go see what Grogu's up to. You know, like, well, I don't, we're all yeah, distracted by, by a completely different plot line. But that's what I mean. That's how you open Mando season three with going to see what Grogu is up to. You know, you gotta like bullshit around. You're just like Mando's on his way to Grogu, having just like been outcast from this cult bullshit armorer. Anyway, what do you have any predictions? What do you got going on up in your brain? I mean, the thing they set up is that he's got Black Chrysanthemum and he potentially will have Mando. He said he was going to help, that it was on the house. I don't know how that timeline with him visiting Grogu and doing that syncs up, but he said he's down to help. Maybe he gets some Tuscans. He's got the Rancor. If they do not have a Rancor scene, that is probably going to set Twitter ablaze. So I assume he's going to be on the Rancor doing something epic. But there isn't a conflict brewing. There's not like a, the White Walkers are coming. I don't feel that. So I don't know what the event is, but they have to set that up in the next episode. If they if they don't set up the impending doom and that the two sides are going to clash, 
that's going to be a ask me again sometime or potentially fast forward moment for me. Keep that poll handy for how we consider things in the future. Ask me again. Let's, let's, <laughs> uh, let's, ask, let's ask those questions in the future for other stuff. I will say I am enjoying the Book of Boba Fett more than I enjoyed any bit of Game of Thrones. Come at me, everybody. I, for years, people were like, Joey, you should watch Game of Thrones. You'd love it. There's, uh, oh, God, that could be a whole episode. Anyway, yeah, there's got to be a conflict. There's got to be a Rancor scene. Isn't it adorable that Omega was riding a Rancor, now we're going to see Boba Fett riding a Rancor? If we see Boba Fett Ask riding a Rancor. Ask me again sometime. Yeah. I, I don't, they could totally <laughs> ignore that. They can't Who knows? possibly. Can you imagine though? They have a marketing team, you know? They did a man, they did a Mandalorian episode. There was lots of moments in that episode that were like totally tweetable. Even other parts of Book of Boba Fett, the ride it like a bantha, really I silly scene. It. And Ugh. it's, it's perfect for tweeting. And in Rancor riding is perfect for tweeting, but also not Rancor riding and setting that up is also perfect for tweeting. And in I think that's really, really at the end of the day, you just want people talking about your show. We're talking about it. I tweeted about it a bunch this week. Like yeah. they're really crushing it in that sense. So they really probably should have a Rancor scene, but ask me again, you know, you know? <laughs> uh, listeners, I'll ask him Wednesday night and we'll tweet their responses. All right. Do we? Uh, can I ask you a surprise question? We got enough time for a surprise, yeah, let's surprise it. question. It's really not that much of a surprise, but I want to know what your what you think your reaction to this show would have been if we didn't get the Mandalorian first. A Boba Fett show was rumored for friggin' ever. Part of the thought process is here is that Mando set the bar and was something that maybe not a lot of people were excited for. Maybe not a lot of people knew a lot about, but was so great, exceeded expectations. People loved it. We all loved it. But what do you think would have happened if this came first? Would the Book of Boba Fett be more enjoyable without that bar having been set by The Mandalorian? There was so much time where there were rumors about a Star Wars live-action TV show being in development, like maybe coming soon. And I remember just being super excited, like, wow, Star Wars TV show, great. I was always in, but if Book of Boba Fett was the first live-action TV show, I think that would have been disappointing. And it's like Solo, you know, where it's kind of like we have this established character, it's probably a sure bet. Let's go for it. And then it kind of waters down some things. And it's like you said, you're like, that's not my Han Solo. Some whether or not on Solo. Whether, whether or not you like Solo or not, you know, like it's going to rub somebody the wrong way, but it's a, a, a sure bet property because everybody knows it, you know, and you have a base there to work off of rather than something new. That's bold. So it was really bold to do Mandalorian first, but arguably maybe that's why it worked because people couldn't complain about Din Djarin because they did. You have nothing to complain about. And it was a smash. Like you said, the bar's real high. Yeah, I would be a little bit more complaining, I think, because you'd also got to rewind the <laughs> clock another couple of years too. Because then you would have had Last Jedi, you would have had Book of Boba Fett, if it, if that's your timeline in this hypothetical, and then Rise of Skywalker. No, Star Wars is dead at oh, that point. No. Like that's back to back. Yeah. It, that wouldn't really sit as well. But Mandalorian was a breath of fresh air in between uh, Jedi and Rise, I think. And then after Rise to have season two of Mando was great. Like Mando's floating the live action content right now, in my opinion. Interesting, interesting. What do you think? I think that. 
the people who are enjoying the book of Boba Fett would have enjoyed it a lot more before the Mandalorian. And I think that the people who aren't enjoying the book of Boba Fett would have enjoyed it a lot less. Like those two extremes Mm. would have been pushed further to the extremes. Like you said, you know, maybe these more divisive Star Wars movies are coming out and then we get Boba Fett and then this is the way they're telling Boba Fett's story and all of the, you know, bros who aren't liking it, who are thinking that they're doing Boba Fett an injustice for some reason, I think would have taken that much more to an extreme than they are now. So I think really Mandalorian is bringing us more towards an average, like having that <laughs> as, the, uh, as the bar having been set. There is a universe within the multiverse somewhere where zippers still exist in Star Wars because they always would. And also, uh, the Book of Boba Fett became, came before the Mandalorian. And uh, who knows? We should ask them sometime. Anyway, <laughs> that's my answer. <laughs> Clear, concise, and entertaining. <laughs> One out of three, I hope. One more thing. I love the characters. I love everyone. I I love what they're doing with Boba Fett. I love Fennec Shand. I love the Tuscans. I love Garsif Whip. I love the yellow... Twi'lek that works for Garza Swift, both Twi'leks, Kersantin, I think he's great. I think he looks great. They brought back Max Rebo. We still, I set up in our main Krypton Dollarod episode talking about the mods. We still didn't talk about the mods. I love the mods. I want that yellow speeder. Man, there's a lot to unpack there between storytelling, how to treat your favorite character, how to end a show, season finale that makes you want to come back for more and not just cancel your Disney Plus subscription. (laughs) I'm really curious to those of you listening what your thoughts are, heated or, you know, warm or cold, as the Mandalorian would say. Send us your opinions on Twitter, Krypton to Alderaan. Let's get a conversation going. And you can, of course, old school email us. Pew, pew, pew. Us an email. Krypton to Alderaan at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And wherever you're listening to the podcast, if you could review, that would be great. You know the scoop. Do all the things. We appreciate it if you've listened this far. If you haven't, who are you? And <laughs> why not? Tell us why not. <laughs> also, hey, Spotify allows you to review now or at least rate. So head on over to Spotify or if you're listening via Spotify, hit that uh, five stars. There you but go. also cancel Spotify because God, Joe Rogan sucks. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Royce. <laughs> we appreciate you listening. So do all the things and we'll talk to you on the next episode. I've been Royce. I've been Kersantin. And we've been Krypton. 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 Alderaan.